Hi, I'm Tamar. And I'm Debbie. And together we are the co-founders of Building the Best Me. Yeah. So Building the Best Me is an initiative rooted in a relentless drive for growth, love, and community for the modern woman of color. On this podcast, we will be discussing all things that relate to us ladies so that we can build the best versions of ourselves. So this is Building the Best Me. Yes. And Building the Best Me started, you know, really out of a need. Um, We were like running around New York, running around Brooklyn, trying to just hustle and learn more about ourselves, learn more about starting businesses and just really developing into the women that we're called to be. And we realized that there wasn't really a community for us. And not just because we're women of color, but just us in general. uh, Well, uniquely for us. You know, we wanted something that supported us. We wanted a a space that was safe, um, where we felt loved and supported. And we really couldn't find that anywhere. So we decided to start it ourselves. Um, And that's how um, hashtag BTBM started. And every year we have um, an empowering event at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. um, and we just get together we get quite a few women in the room we get a few powerful women in the room and we to just power and inspire right yeah. right and um, it's an amazing an amazing time and this past year we had it um, in January and it was a blessing uh, to see all these women just come together and feel inspired get practical tools to start moving for to start moving in the right direction And so we decided to start a podcast so we could come to you guys at least twice a month and just giving y'all a few gems um, on building the best you the best versions of yourselves. Yeah, I think um, this also allows us to stay connected, um, not only with the people that we encounter every year, but with each other as well, Mm -hmm. because when we first started, it was more of a oh my God, I'm going through this and this is what I want to do and how do we get there and what do we do? For and sure. we're on each on lunch breaks, like making phone calls to each other. Like, this is what That's I thought, true. this is what I, I want to do. This, <laughs> And it was crazy because um, we really didn't have the idea for this, but we knew that we were trying to do something in our own personal lives and we used each other as a buffer to figure those things out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we inspired and empowered each other. And when I would feel down and like a double loser, Tom would be like, no, you're doing this. Da, 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 da. It's awesome. It's great. Keep pushing and et cetera. And then I would do vice versa for her. And that leads us all the way up to where we are now where we have um, so much experience under our belts for our um, individual initiatives that we do and, you know, what we do together. Mm -hmm. So I think that makes a big difference in how building the best of me transform into what it is today. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So I think it really allows us to um, stay connected and we have this eager drive to just, build with each other mm-hmm. um, and not to say like we do two separate things so I'm in the events and hospitality industry and Tama is a doula and so our worlds are like they don't really completely collide. different yeah they don't <laughs> collide but we can make it collide as it's possible of something. yeah because when you have a, a, a 
a woman who's pregnant, um, she could definitely come to me okay? <laughs> for a baby shower. Exactly. But <laughs> we're, it's still two very separate things. So what we do to build ourselves individually, um, we're bringing it to you guys. And we're hoping that you feel inspired, empowered, inspired, um, and definitely blessed when you hear every uh, recorded podcast or if you're watching it um, on YouTube. So, yeah. yeah. And so like, you know, this is our, this is us kind of like showing you our personal journey because I feel like although it was like us trying to go into entrepreneurship together, it's so much more than that. It's our relationship with God. It's yeah. our crazy husbands, um, you know, and it's just like yeah. us trying to get life going while we're trying to like be the best version of ourselves and we just thought that this is the best way to, you know, take you guys on this journey. And although we've learned a lot, we're still learning. So, you know, we'll have guests come up on on a podcast and kind of really delve into and help us um, develop and learn more. And we just hope that you grow with us, too. So I like to take notes sometimes because I like to forget things because Tama drops a lot of jewels. So I like to write stuff so that I can refer back to it. So if and you're watching live on I YouTube, because I don't remember, <laughs> I will kind of recap on this. So let's jump right into the episode. Yes. So our topic for today is fear. Yeah. Fear. So, um, Fear is really interesting. I feel like there's so much information out there, but there's not much discussion. You know, we're just two regular girls that are talking about fear. And sometimes I feel like some people make it a too much of a big deal. And then there are some sides of the conversation where it's not we're not um we're giving it too much light and then sometimes we're not really making sense of it like we're not taking it to heart enough because we need to realize and actualize that fear is can be a real thing you know that 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 um where they say fear it stands for false evidence appearing real. real like i get it and i understand that it's false but then again it feels really, really real. So, like, Deb, like, how do you feel? Like, how does fear make you feel? Or what does it feel like? So, I feel like fear um, keeps you from effort. It keeps you from trying. Mm-hmm. And you never really get the opportunity to experience anything if you never overcome fear. True. So, like, for instance, presently, I have a lot going on. And I just, I don't want to fear, I don't want to live in fear and I don't want to let people down. And so it keeps me from trying different things and experiencing new things because I'm like, all right, this is enough and there's a lot going on. And what you said before, we were just two regular girls just trying to figure everything out with the the house and um, your son Elias and, you know, our husbands and work and all this stuff. And it's just like, okay, how do we build the best versions of ourselves if we have all this on our plate and we're scared to do or add anything else onto it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like instead of reaching out for help or dividing certain things up, 
we just let fear kind of swallow us up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this is a really cool example um, that I'm going to share with you guys. And I hope my husband doesn't kill me for it. But <laughs> so at the age of 29, he decided to begin swimming classes and he never really uh, went swimming before. He went into the water and like, you know, touch your feet and like, get your little feet wet and kind of just come back out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just never tried and he was always scared he was scared that if he goes into the water and he even puts his head down or if he goes down that something would happen and mm-hmm. he always allowed that to that fear to stop him from trying mm-hmm. and so when he eventually started taking swimming classes i think he took it for like six months or so by the third month he was like holding his breath underwater and then by the sixth month, we actually went on vacation and he was like out swimming me. And I've been <laughs> swimming for a long time. And he's just like, yeah, you're doing it wrong. And here's the technique and all this stuff. And I'm like, I know this man for when years. When did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> like what? And it was so crazy to me because I'm like, okay, he is, he's interested. He likes it and he's trying. But look at all the years that he was, he held himself back from actually trying that because of fear. Mm-hmm. And so now at this age, he's trying and he he got it. But how much further could he have gone if he tried it when he was 15? If, you know, someone took him to the pool at the age of 10, you know, would he be an Olympic swimmer? Right. Straight reach. But that is, you know, something that I think of. And mm-hmm. not to say that fear holds you back from um, it does hold you back, but not to say when you actually overcome fear that it holds you back from thinking, where could I have been? But I do believe that in God's divine plan, that if it happens at a certain time, it's for you, mm-hmm. right? And so you have the victory at that point in time. But if we have the opportunity today to let go of something that has held us back for so long, how much further could we go and could we be if we let go of it right now, today? That's true. That's true. I, I I agree. But for me, fear like physically, I sometimes when I'm really scared and um scared of to do something or feel like I can't do this or I feel like I'm not enough because again, it's some type of fear that I've created for myself. But I physically feel like the burden on my chest. Like I'll wake up and can't breathe easy. Or like I feel it on my shoulders. Because it's adding anxiety. Yes. Like I feel like like I'll wake up and it's just like, okay, you need to get this done because it's not. And then, you know, I mean, for some people it's not, you know, it's a bad thing. But sometimes when I feel that, that's when I know that I know that I know that I know that this is a fear. It's stupid. And I got to and I got to overcome it. Like I got to do it or, you know, or it's going to create extreme anxiety for me so um yeah like i i hate that feeling what is your biggest fear right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah my biggest fear again where i'm trying to be um transparent um my biggest fear is taking my entrepreneurial journey for all it's for all it is right now and not looking back (laughs) and moving full-time and forward with that um so my fear is taking that leap taking that step and doing that 
See, even saying it, I can't even say it, right? <laughs> because it's like ridiculous fear. So we're going to be on this journey together. So, you know, a few podcasts down the line, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> My heart is being fast. You know why? Because I it just brought me back to when I decided to go full time. I was fearful. Like mm-hmm. it was really, really scary. And um, I know what you feel. Mm-hmm. And every day I woke up and you know what? It's a different journey because you don't have someone telling you clocking at this time. Do this at that time. Where's my report? Where is it? You're doing it all for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so when it's time for you to really report back to yourself, you the fear is even magnified because it's like you could have did so much more today mm-hmm. if you did not waste your time because you're free. You're mm-hmm. free to do whatever. So if you the more lax you are, the less um, the less money you make. And mm-hmm. the less productive you are mm-hmm. because you don't you kind of jump out of it and then you go into your own schedule and anything can happen because now you're probably working from home. And it's like, oh, got to make the lunch for tomorrow for <laughs> him. Got to do this. Got to do that. So it's a lot because it's more free time. But my heart started beating fast again because I remember that fear. Um And so I think that allowing yourself to let go of that preliminary fear or that false evidence just rewards you to be. Um, it rewards you 10 times fold because you're ready for whatever next uh, requirement that allows you that is required for you to step forward. So whatever is next for you to do that you might have to step out on fear from. If you let go of this fear today, mm-hmm. then the next thing that you have to do is like, OK, it's 10 times is more rewarding because you already went through that. Yo, that's so good that you said that. Right. Because I was listening to. Oh, my God, I forgot his name. Real popular guy. Uh, Tim Ferriss. Okay. And he was like... Um, what is he? The and, minute manager? No, the four, four hour... Work he wrote, week. Yeah, he wrote four the four hour, hour work, work week. week. And, yo, what I'm going to say sounds really strange, but I get it. And he was reading like these books and like from ancient times or whatever. And um, it was, it's about festi- festival and fasting. And they were like... He was like, practice your failure. So whatever you're scared of the most, I love that. practice it. So if you're scared of you're writing a book and you're scared that the publishers are going to say no. He was like, walk into Starbucks and ask for 20% off your your um <laughs> your coffee. And do that and walk into like happen. 20 different Starbucks, you know, over the course of a month and wait for your no's. So that way you get used to um, hearing to that. hearing no. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. you know you do it in increments. You do bigger stuff, and you get used to hearing no. You know, when when you public uh, when you write your book and you send it out to publishers and they say no, it won't hurt as much. You know what that fi- that what that feels like in a sense, right? Um, the four hour work week got got denied for publishing 26 or 27 times. What? And that I didn't book even was know like that. a New York Times bestseller for like months. I read it twice. See? You see? So um, I just thought that that concept That's was crazy. like so dope. Um, yeah. And I don't want us to feel like we're saying that uh, fear was the thing. False, False evidence, evidence appearing, appearing real, real, right? Because in the Bible, God says it a million times. Like, there's a million verses that says, do not fear. Oh, I fear not. For you. you know, um, don't be scared. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just over and over. So it is a real thing. It's a it's a real feeling. It's something that, you know, yes, we probably created, but we need to equip ourselves 
and give give ourselves a lot of tools and practice so that when those big things that we fear come along the way, we're ready to attack it. We're ready to fight it. We're ready to overcome it, yeah. you know? So I want to give you um, just two scripture references for that. So Psalms 56, 6, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Psalms 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And there's like so much more, like you said, mm-hmm. it's, it's just because it's real yeah it is and it it's in almost any kind of um scenario like this one um david wrote i sought the lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears like what was he fearing at that time he has so much on his back and what about us in this modern day where rent is increasing um everything is inflating right and Mm-hmm. We are living at whatever um, society calls the average or the accurate right kind mm-hmm. of income. And we create our own avenues or streams for for income. How are we going to go every day if we don't know if that check is coming on Friday so that we can mm-hmm. live our best lives? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think any ounce of fear um, can actually be, you know, pushed out um, if we just really think outside the box and think like, OK, you know what, God, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful of this and be honest, but say remove this fear from me so that I can overcome so that I can be stronger mm-hmm. so that I can be wiser. Um, and so when I think that when you approach or realize fear that you shouldn't let it keep you down for long, because when unexpected roadblocks actually come and present themselves in front of you, you should just take a moment to say, you know what, let me rest. Let me reset. Let me figure out my why. Mm-hmm. If I know my why, then I can move forward and really understand more of what's to come. And so that this fear is kind of pushed out and my why is kind of elevated higher. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm focusing more on the why instead of all these roadblocks that are trying to stop me from getting there. Mm-hmm. And so really, you know, finding that balance between the two. And not letting it keep you down. Because once we're fearful, it's kind of just a, a, a standstill. Like, okay, I'm scared of that. I'm not doing that. I'm scared of that. I don't want to think about that. I'm mm-hmm. scared of that. And here's the anxiety. How do we overcome that? Um, and my only thing for that is really finding time to rest and refocus on the why. What is my purpose? What is my why? And how can I make sure my why is there? And one thing that I do have for my why is like in the – my kitchen slash uh current office is it has like a wall and the wall has like all these sayings um just like um what is it called affirmations affirmations okay so it has like affirmations it has like my my um my income goals it has different business goals and things and i see it and so when i go get food i see it when i'm going to cook i see it when i'm unloading groceries i see it when i walk to the bathroom i see it so at any given time of the day i i pass it and that's what keeps me pushing mm-hmm. and so my why is posted there because so your my fear why me down. your why is greater than the fear exactly right mm-hmm. and that became a thought process for me because um and at the top of my why, I could say this, at the top of my why is myself and my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put it there because, and he probably doesn't know it, he just thinks I'm probably just like posting and taking <laughs> stuff on a wall. But I have a strategy for it because that is my why. That is my why to push me every day. God is the center. Um, he's all around. He's the foundation of us. And then from there, 
you know, it trickles down to everything else we want, everything we need to do. So I don't think of it as a selfish or a one way um, thing for us. For me, it's more of a us situation. So whatever I know his dreams and aspirations are, every little thing that I do from today helps me to help him to get there. And so if I'm fearful of calling a client and hearing a no, then I will never be able to help him overcome his fear or get to his goal because I was afraid to do one thing. And I I got a lot. I get a lot of no's, but I'm it hurts. Not going to lie. And I'm 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 still afraid of hearing no, but I'm prepared for it. I approach it in a whole different way where I hear a no and I will put on my to do list tomorrow to do two things to get me to not hear that no again. So first thing I liked you sh- that you did was um, you got really specific with if if I let this fear eat me, what will be the outcome of that? Yep. You know, and it's very important that we write things out. So I want to go into some like practical, practical things that people can do and that we both use um, to overcome our fears. Um so first, you want to really specify what you're scared of. Yep. Um, you know, people could say that, oh, I'm I'm fearful of success or, you know, like some create something crazy like that. Like really get specific about it. You know, um, what 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 are you scared of? And then once you're able to figure it out, then you'll be able to overcome it better. Because once um, so right now, what I'm working on is. Defining my fear. Um, and this is like, you could put it on a piece of paper. You could fold the paper, bend the paper, do whatever you want with the paper. But um, make three columns. And one, the first one would be define the fear. And then what can you do to prevent that fear? And on the third column would be how can you repair it? Um, so let's say you want to travel for a year, but you're really fearful because you don't know what to do like how are you gonna yeah you know let's say you have a roommate and you need to you know pay the rent or you don't want something you don't want the roommate to destroy the house like some crazy like that and you know you're gonna be gone for a year like how are you gonna make money so you would write all the things that you're scared of and then the second column which is prevent what can you do to prevent all those fears from happening? Like you don't know how you're going to continue to make money while you're on vacation for or traveling for a year. Right. So I don't know. You could find some online jobs, do surveys. And then once you come back from that and, you know, say that you lack some, you lack something or you miss out on something. What can you do to repair what mess, what mess, what you um, didn't didn't accomplish yeah what you didn't accomplish so you want to make sure that you have all of those intact and you move forward and you go travel for a year you know we 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 make up a lot of excuses and it's not to say that those excuses aren't real but if we just sit down and like work through it and figure out some solutions to our problems ask people for help like it could happen so, you know, today, I'm not going to lie, I called my cousin. And I was just like, listen, this is the problem, whatever. And he was like, well, you need to do this. I said, I'm going to need you to stop invi- like being a visionary and give me some action steps <laughs> that I, you know, so I'm that talking about, right? really happen. Yes. <laughs> um, so we came up with some action steps because that's how I am. I need steps. That's I need big tips. action steps. Uh, yes. Action steps. If you have fear, you need action steps. Yes. 
and they need to be small. They need to be Bite small action steps mm-hmm. for you to get there because listen, fear is real and the only way we're going to attack it is if we plan and we put like steps to to work for us because yeah. if not, we will sit in that fear and let us let it kill Linger. us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what else? And so, um I just want to piggyback off something so becoming an entrepreneur um it was something that i mean my grandparents were entrepreneurs and their siblings were entrepreneurs so it's like in the bloodline but my mom was just like not clock in and out for someone every day six days a week if you can mm-hmm. get your overtime get your pension all this stuff and i was talking to her you today <laughs> yeah she is like She's over, she's going to be over her retirement age, but she wants extra income, right? She mm-hmm. just, so that she, mm-hmm. so Social Security can realize that she's making, she's there, she's sewing in her time. And she's like, I'm not leaving for another two years. She's like dragging on one leg. I'm like, my go to have Six several seats. <laughs> but fear of not having that money come in every month to cover her bills. And if she has an emergency, holds her back from saying, I can now rest. I worked for 45 years. I can have a seat. She refuses to do it. Mm. And so realizing that you can overcome fear if you plan. Yeah. So that saying, um, we plan, we fail to plan. Is that what is it? If we, we plan, plan to, f- if we, if we fail to plan, we plan. We plan to fail. Yes. If we fail to plan, then we actually plan to fail yes. ourselves. Yes. And I feel like That's she so has true. a great plan, right? But she's failing herself because she's not allowing herself to get over fear. So I feel like that coincides with each other because you need a plan. But at the same time, your plan can't be surrounded by I'm fearful to let go. Yes. So it I can't think, be driven by fear. Exactly. Yeah. So letting go. It's okay to retire. It's okay to say no. It's okay to change jobs. It's okay to do something you like. So I think actually learning and getting or understanding how to let go mm-hmm. is an action step. How mm-hmm. do you let go and break free from the thought of being or in bondage or being in that fearful mindset? Mm-hmm. So that is um really good. And understanding understanding your why i think is another one mm-hmm. um and illustrating exactly how you can get there so that action plan but i think the action steps is is that key right there it's a major key. gold <laughs> and, and 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 um for me like I, the year just started but i have done so much and i'm probably going to have to chill real soon but the fact that I have not and and I know this might not be healthy and I know I'm 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 the next I'm the first person to be like self-care self-care but the fact that I haven't stopped allows me to not have to wor- I can't I don't have time to worry about being fearful like oh my I don't God. have time I've literally sat down and said I have to do this 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 no time crazy to do list no time to think about fear and i'm loving it and i'm gonna write it till the wheels <laughs> fall off because i'm doing good you know what happened today i actually said um i was sitting and my phone was going crazy today i had calls to make i had people out of town there was just so much stuff happening and i actually pulled back i sat down and i was like while i was still working i was like i need a mental health minute and i'm like grading papers and doing stuff and i'm like yeah i need a mental health minute and i'm like i'm still working though like, mm-hmm. I really need a mental health minute. So I actually, like, closed the laptop to take that mental health minute. 
And in that mental health minute, I actually listened to um, No Bondage by, oh my God, I'm going to tell you their name, Jubilee Worship. Um, and the song is called No Bondage. And I actually took more than a mental health minute. I took the five minutes, the full time of the song (laughs) and plus I had like an extra 30 or 40 seconds and you know I said to myself I closed my eyes and I said okay you're gonna take this one step at a time you have literally 15 things to do that might take you two days and you're trying to do it in one day Mm -hmm. you're gonna do five and you're gonna relax and you're gonna do one and you're gonna put it away you're gonna do one you're gonna put it away and you're gonna turn off your phone and so taking that break and really finding that mental health minute um, so that you don't go crazy up here, like running all day with the anxiety and trying to, you know, figure it all out. I think that is an actionable step to realizing that if you put too much on your plate, fear is going to fear is going to introduce itself because you're saying I have so much to do. And if I don't get it done, I'm going to fail. Yeah. I have so much to do. And if I don't get it done, you know, nothing else is ever going to happen for me. So how do I overcome? But that's why it's so important to have those action steps. You know, it's having that one big goal that you want to achieve for the next three months and then creating six little um, six little steps for you to get to that one big goal that you have for the past three months. So you're not getting like so you're not overwhelmed and you're not starting a project. You're not starting a goal, a health goal or whatever it is. And then, you know, leaving it halfway and then doing something else like you're really being focused and saying this is what I want. And although I'm scared to do it or go after it, you know, I've created all these little steps. Oh, my God, they're so small. They're so tiny. I could definitely do it. And then that'll get you closer and closer and closer to that big goal. Um, You know, when you were giving Felix's um, swimming story, I actually put my son in swimming a long time ago. And he was so, so, so scared. And, you know, what I, what I, what lesson I got out of that was, um, you know, I'm his mommy, right? So <laughs> I'm just like super protective, super like, oh, my baby, my baby's so scared. <laughs> no, he's not. Stop. Um, I was his biggest cheerleader. And, you know, I just kept telling him, baby, you got this. You know, I made my mom come to one of his lessons. Um, My husband was always there. And we're just like, you got it. You got it. Don't worry, Papa. You could do it. And, you know, what I learned from that is I'm scared to do certain things. So I need I need my tribe. I need my my team to tell me, yo, you got this. You could do this. Like, here's another way you could do it. Like, why don't you try it this way? You know, and it's so important to have people around you that can kind of like be your guard or be your security. Like, don't worry, this fear is, I'm not going to let this fear eat you up. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to hold you, but I literally, what that says? <laughs> Accountability right now. <laughs> so I literally wrote it and I'm like, okay, I got to, um, you know, <laughs> say that part. You're in my mind. I'm I know. Like, <laughs> right there. But I think that's, that's awesome. You mm-hmm. need that accountability because you need that push and you need that accountability Mm -hmm. because you guys pushed him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time you held him accountable because you made him go every week. Oh, he was going. I paid for it. Exactly. (laughs) See? And so I feel like with fear, um, you know, identifying what the fear is Mm -hmm. and saying, 
hey, Tama, I have this fear Mm -hmm. and I know what I need to do to get there or I don't know what I need Mm -hmm. to do to overcome it. Um, But if you can be my accountability partner on this, Mm -hmm. this will help propel me to another level. So how can you be an accountability partner to me? These are the things that I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And so realizing and really writing it down and saying, this is my fear and this is what I want to do and this is what's going to help me to get there and saying, hey, I know and I know and trust someone that I can, you know, hand this over to and so that they can help me through it. I think that's that's awesome. And I mean, sometimes we're a little hard on ourselves and I realize that I don't want people to feel like, oh, I got this fear. I got to overcome it right now. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, give your give your give yourself some time to sit in that fear if you need to. Give yourself time to be like, to cry over it, to like, just feel what you feel. And then when you're ready or before you're ready, you know, put your plan together, you know, meditate on it, figure it out, um, ask for help, ask the right people for help and, and, and get over it. But definitely give yourself some time and some space to like, yo, this, this really got me shook. Like I'm really scared and I really don't know if I could do this. I, you know, whatever those crazy beliefs are, realize them, figure out where they're coming from, acknowledge them and then move on. You know, don't try to like hide it or be that bigger. Like there's no time for this, especially, you know, um, you know, coming back to building the best me and what, what it is, you know, it's a place where you're allowed to be vulnerable. It's a place where you're allowed to just, Yes, it's it's a safe, safe space. And, you know, um, if you learned anything from us, um, from our yearly events, it's that everyone knows that it's a safe space. Everyone knows that everyone can be vulnerable. You can be transparent mm-hmm. and and that you'll have a support and you'll have community. You'll It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be fearful, but you can't stay there for long. And I like, I really like our workshops because, um, our empowerment events, because, we say what we're fearful about or what's holding us back out loud. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't do that often. Mm-hmm. You would co-sign with somebody, ain't that the truth, or hashtag facts, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. But we never say it out loud. And so when you're probed with thought-provoking questions, that's challenges you to say, what are you afraid of? Or what is failure to you or you know what is your biggest obstacle that you're currently facing when Mm -hmm. and you have to say it out loud and really think about it Mm -hmm. and then it pushes you to hear someone else's opinion on how you can overcome or someone else that's like you that's going through that and then you have to write it and then before you go you need action stuff it's like dang i'm doing all this right now right here yeah I wasn't ready for it, but you came in and you were pushed to do it. And it's not like you said, you don't have to do it right now, but at least you're aware of it. You said it out loud and that's where you can find your accountability partner. Or that's when your friend that came with you didn't even know you were going through that. And that person can now check in on you and remember you and remember that situation and lift you up in prayer or whatever the case may be. You have someone that's supporting you um, in that area. So um yeah so we had some great action steps and some great takeaways on overcoming fear 
Yes. So definitely what you should do after you listen to this podcast is really recognize where you are. What are what are the biggest things that are holding you back and what do you want to see for yourself? Definitely write it all down. Journal this. Um, and if you've been to Building the Best Me, I know you have journals. <laughs> the best ones. So um, definitely write it, write it, write it. And, you know, just work through it. Build your community, build your support, and please follow and share us at Building the Best Me underscore on Instagram. And we are on Facebook as Building the Best Me. Yes. Um, um, so what we want to do at the end of every episode um, is to remind you guys that we are taking questions. So if there's a topic that you would like us to discuss or if there's a question that you would like answered, we are definitely uh, open to doing that. So you can inbox us or email us uh, the questions that you have or a topic that you would like us to discuss. And we are, as you seen from our first episode we are open and transparent we share our lives um and because it's funny it's hilarious (laughs) it needs its own show like seriously um but we definitely have that open platform for all of our followers all of our listeners to engage with us and to get your questions answered um by myself and tama so Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to our very first podcast because this was definitely a fair hurdle for us. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And you know what? You kind of helped me heal a little bit, too. So, hey, listen, when she came up with this idea, I text you like three (laughs) days later, like I I, and I literally and then, you, you know, once you start doing this stuff, you'll come up you'll realize the fear so quickly because I texted and I said, I just came up with seven excuses as to why we not, why we shouldn't do this. And then I was like, I know it's fear talking. Forget it. And that was it. Like, I don't even know if she texted me back, but I just needed to let her know what it was and what it wasn't going to be. Yeah. So, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's done. Yes. And it's not stopping. So you'll be hearing from us really shortly. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Good night. Good night.